from the Book of Morals and Precepts. The Unstable Man. There is a man halfway between the real man and the weakling. It is the unstable man. He wavers and is undecided in his thinking. He displays a woman's weaknesses. He wrings his hands in the face of calamity and makes no move. Take hold of yourself. Be a man. Though now you have a body given over to weaknesses, the soul within has a reserve of resolution. Call it forth and it will serve you well. Forget the things wherein you are strong, for they need no attention. Consider your weaknesses and failings, and keep them ever in sight. Beware the weaknesses of indecision, for a bad decision is better than no decision at all. Beware of irresolution. Better is it to journey along the wrong path than never to start. What can you call to your aid against these gray, shrouded adversaries? Is it not the strength of resolution and determination? The unstable man knows he is changeable, like the thistledown, a plaything of the wind, but he knows not why. Though he knows he escapes from himself, he knows not how. O oh, man of thistledown, be firm with yourself. Be inflexible in following a course that is right. Thus, when they learn to rely on you, the eyes of men will regard you with esteem. Set out a code of conduct peculiar to yourself and at all times abide by it. Never betray the principles you set yourself and thus, you will find the road to stability. He who has no rules to abide by is like a vessel which has lost its steering oar or an unmanned chariot. Suppress the desires that rise to dominate you. Relinquish the urges that drive to misfortune and the peace reigning within will not be disturbed by anxiety and disappointment. The unstable man spreads the restlessness and uneasiness which eat his spirit as dogs spread fleas. None can enjoy ease and contentment who joins his company. He who has no code to live by is like the weather vane turning with every change of wind. Today he loves and tomorrow he hates. Today he argues this way and tomorrow that way and he himself knows now why he changes. Now hot, now cold. He is never constant and none can place faith in him. Today he is arrogant and tomorrow servile. But this flows from the weakness of his nature. For he who is arrogant without power will be servile when none demands servility 
what is life to such as he but shadows cast on the sand? Before noon, he is merry, and afternoon, down in the depths of gloom. Now he rides high on the wings of ecstasy, shortly to be plunged into the very abyss of despair. One moment, he laughs. The next, he sighs. He walks in the door, determined. Inside, he becomes shiftless. He himself never knows what he is or may quickly become. Can any structure of contentment be built on such a shifty foundation? Foolish is the woman who marries an unstable man, for her future is uncertain. The Mean Man A mean man is one who walks in unmanly ways. He has womanly weaknesses, much magnified, without womanly virtues. He forever seeks faults in the ways of the wise and the good. He lacks generosity and compassion. He winnows the dust off his storehouse floor to save a few dirty grains. The heart of a mean man is as the sands of the wilderness, which swallow up all the pleasant flowers that fall and bring forth nothing in return. He who rises eagerly to claim praise for a successful undertaking and just as readily cast blame on another when it goes awry, is not only me, but also a weakling and a hypocrite unto himself. None is worse than the mean man who has riches in a state, for he rides heavily on the backs of his servants and waxes fat on the sweat of their brows. He is without compassion or feeling and the ruin of his brother brings him no sorrow. For the increase in his riches, he secretly rejoices in the death of his father. But the mean man, also being hypocritical, will be the loudest in lamentation. His soul is set hard in the distorted shape molded by avarice, and even grief and distress can make no modifying impression. What are the miseries of poverty compared to the fate awaiting him beyond the dark portal? The beasts of the pastures, when fed, show their pleasure, and it is not beyond them to show thankfulness. But only man has the nature granting him the ability to show gratitude. The mean man therefore denies his own nature, for true gratitude is beyond him though he amply displays its outward manifestation. The large-hearted man gladly acknowledges a benefit received and seeks all ways to repay his benefactor. If, however, to do so lies beyond his ability, he cherishes the deed evermore in his heart. 
the mean-hearted man quickly forgets, for the obligation bears too heavily on his small spirit. His mean heart even envies the ability of the benefactor to give, and he accepts the benefit with inner ill grace. Though profuse with outward hypocritical smiles and fair words, his beaming countenance conceals the malicious darkness of the hidden heart within. The mean man in the braggart may seem incompatible, but man is a many-sided creature. The mean and miserly heart in the most boastful tongue so often share the same body. The busiest tongue has the least cause to wag. What does it seek to cover up? The mean man is a coward and so finds pleasure by inflicting suffering on the helpless. The hyena tears at the dead beast he would not dare face while living. But the hunting hound that caught it does not rend it. Only cowardly things find pleasure in mangling that which lies helpless in their power. <laughs>